I kept looking at Carol like, let's wrap it up. When are you going to pull it in? Well, I thought the lyrics were going to be coming sooner, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's Maneater. It's a classic song. She's a maneater. I should have just work played it from hard. the chorus. Honestly, no, the Maneater by Nelly Furtado, I want to like walk down the aisle to. You should. Yeah, how empowering is, is that? Song. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Next one will be Maneater <laughs> <laughs> by Nelly Furtado. Well, anyway, welcome to another episode of the Our Ears Only podcast. I'm Carol. And I'm Marissa. And today we are continuing with our spooky themed October Ooh. episodes. Ooh. Yeah, we should put in some like ghost Boo. <laughs> Gotcha bitch. <laughs> we should put in some like ghost noises. Yeah. Ooh. Next time we'll yeah. have it. Maybe in editing, post processing. Yeah. But anyway, today we're going to be reading. We're going to have a nice little reading for you guys. Yeah, I'm warming up my vocal cords. But we put out onto our Instagram that we were looking for any scary stories that any of you might have. And we got a good amount of replies. So we're going to be reading those. And also... We looked up some, like, scary stories in general off of the internet, so we're going to be reading those also, and we're hoping to put the fear of God in you today. (laughs) Y'all need Jesus. Um, So maybe maybe listen to this one at night. Yeah, with the lights off. The lights off. Just one lit candle. Yeah. Think of Hocus Pocus vibes. Maybe some pentagram stuff going on. (laughs) It's, like, not really even that scary, I feel like. Well, actually, maybe it is. I feel like for me, ghost stuff isn't as scary as like murdering, like, yeah, I don't know. Like when people yeah. are like, oh, there's a ghost in my house. I'm like, oh, that. I'm uh, like, bitch, leave me alone. Like, can a ghost kill you? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't want to put that out there and then like have a ghost kill me. Yeah. But... I like don't really watch scary movies and all that stuff because I'm. Or even really talk about it. Even when I was looking like these stories up yesterday, I was like, I hope I'm not bringing any like bad spirits, because yeah. um, I'm someone that's like watching scary movies about like the devil or like whatever it is can bring like yeah. bad spirits into your home. Totally. Um, or even just like talking a lot about stuff like that. So this is why we're recording this episode in my mother's home. You know, <laughs> don't follow me anywhere, anyone that's <laughs> listening. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like this. We needed yeah. to do an episode like this. It's, yeah, it had to great. happen. It's October. It yeah. is the season. Like, how do you go through October Halloween time without sharing scary stories? Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, right? I don't know. Right? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get started on sharing the ones that we found online. These are just little short stories that I read through, and I was like, <clears> oh, this is kind of. Maybe they have a little plot twist. Maybe they're about murders, okay. ghosts, whatever it could be. Um, Do you want to start, Carol, or do you want me to start? Sure, I can start. Okay, go for it. All right. So, it goes a little something like this. My older sister has a ghost that's followed her around for years. I lived with her once for about three months, and so much weird stuff happened in the time. All my sister would say to me when I mentioned it was that her ghost didn't like me being there. (laughs) (laughs) That part is hilarious. Oops. (laughs) Things like going to bed with everything locked up and switched... (laughs) switched and switched off uh and waking up in the morning with the back door open lights on and the kettle switched on one night my sister and i were getting ready to go out and i'd asked her to borrow her liquid foundation i used it and put it back where she kept her makeup 
10 minutes later, she's asking me for it and it was nowhere to be seen. She accused me of taking it and made me buy her a new one and refused to listen to my side of the story. About a year or so later, when she was packing to move to a new house, she found the makeup in a shoebox with some old letters. The shoebox was in a zipped up suit. Zip, wait, what? Zipped, zipped up, up suitcase <laughs> that was underneath her bed. But probably the most scared I ever felt was one afternoon when I was the only one in the house, which never happened as four other people lived there. I'd arrived home from work and headed straight to the bathroom. All the doors and windows, everything was closed. I was standing in the bathroom and started squeezing a pimple on my chin. You. When a female <laughs> voice in the hall said, Stop picking your zits! <laughs> It was loud enough and sounded real enough, and at the time I thought it was my sister, so I laughed and told her to fuck off and asked what she was doing for dinner. No answer. I stuck my head out into the hall. No one there. I searched the house top to bottom, and there was no one home. I sat out on the front porch until someone got until someone else got home because I didn't want to be in there by myself. <laughs> that sounds like a helpful ghost. Yeah, me. like... Don't pick your zit. You don't want, you know, acne scarring. Yeah, exactly and like they're hiding your makeup they want you to be your most natural self yeah like, maybe yeah maybe this was like a ghost from like a past life that yeah. was like don't wear makeup i know how bad this is like yeah. skincare is everything don't pop your zits she was maybe the ghost was just misunderstood yeah still scary <laughs> like still yeah, scary still spooky vibes okay. not like you know leaving a knife out or having blood on the walls yeah so here's our next story (laughs) it says we bought an old house my boyfriend and i he's in charge of the quote new end quote construction converting the kitchen into the master bedroom for instance while i'm on wallpaper removal duty the previous owner prepared every wall and ceiling removing it was brutal but oddly satisfying the best feeling is getting a long peel similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn I don't, I know. Um, I don't know about you, but I kind of make a game of peeling on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. Whoever wrote this? Um, Under a corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I Googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person. The missing date matching the date under the wallpaper. The next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for a missing person with dates to match. We notified the police who naturally sent out the crime scene team. I overheard one text say, quote, yup, it's human, end (gasps) quote. Human? What human? Um, Ma'am, where's the material you removed from the walls already? Oh, shit. This isn't wallpaper you were removing. (gasps) Oh. Yeah, it was My skin. God. I know. She, How? That's a psychopath right there. That's creepy Whoever. of her to say. It's like removing skin from your face. I know. Well, when I originally read it, I was like, why? Like, why is she putting that in there? Like, oh, moving Ew. the wallpaper is like r- removing skin from a sunburn, or like um, when she says that she likes, like she plays a game out of it. See, like the longest piece. I was like, you could have left this out. But then You're the end part, sound I was like, like oh shoot. Yeah, I know. I was like, girl. Um, but yeah, it was skin. As people, they use skin as oh wallpaper. Oh my god, Isn't that's like creepy? that one you were we were talking about in the other episode, uh, based on the Silence of the Lambs, or the Silence of the Lambs was based on that, where he like killed the girls and then used their parts oh, like around his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that house, I bet. He's probably literally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had two houses. His twin. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. 
Um, the next one. I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is, that I'm lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. That's poetic. I know. (laughs) When I complain about how bored I am without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely far surpasses mine, considering his confined to a dark room in in an institution. I always beg for them to give me one last chance. Of course, they did at first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter in duration than the last. Every time without fail, it all starts again. The neighbor's cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby's slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamin replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he is ready for rehabilitation. That I will just have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he is back. Wait. Wait. What do you wait? Do you get it? So... She, wait, I don't know so if it's the, a girl or the, a boy, but oh. that person is framing her brother or their brother for being this like crazy kid, but they're the person who's actually doing all this stuff to the cat, changing out the vitamins, the razors and everything. Yeah, I think so. That's how I picked That's it. That's how, yeah. yeah. What? I hate it. Yeah. <gasps> That's crazy. So the, the <laughs> kid is really the psychopath, the one that, not the Charlie, sibling. the other one. Yeah, I know when I read that, because I was like, oh, when Charlie goes away, like, what's happening? Like, where is he going, you know? They get sad because they have to stop being evil. Yeah, and but then I was thinking, like, oh, it said the institution thing, so I was like, oh, shoot, like, something's wrong with him, like, maybe he's sick. Like, I literally thought, like, sick, like, with cancer or something where he has to be, like, hospitalized, Um, but, like, a different type of hospitalized, and then... It was saying, like, every time he comes back, like, the razors are dropped on the baby slide, like, the cats with the gouged eyes. And I was like, oh, shoot, he's, like, crazy. But then the last sentence was, like, I have to pretend to be good until he's back. I was like, oh, my God. This bitch is psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next one. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the house's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied, watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room toward us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd move out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She murdered her two children by giving them a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she'd hanged herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse living room with a woman's body hanging from, the be- from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was a wooden 
an old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <gasps> how like spooky would oh. that be to like be like one of those little kids? Like yeah. obviously like they seemed okay with this ghost. Yeah. But then having years later after moving out, realizing, realizing like, oh, what? the chair was like always moved to the middle because of that reason. She always gave us like um water like a cup of whatever at night Mm -hmm. in case we got thirsty but in reality like that's how there was poisoned milk originally oh my god i know that's scary i know i I feel like i don't it's scary it's scary it's just like creepy like to like realize that yeah like you were saying and then all those years later find out what actually happened be like oh mother yeah (laughs) mother wasn't so sweet and nurturing after all was she i know okay so those are the stories that we saved um and then we asked like carol said earlier we went on our instagram and asked you guys if you had any scary stories to share whatever that might be um, and we are going to read off a couple of your guys' um, entries. Yeah. Boy, did you, a lot of people on my Instagram, Carol and I put, hold, I'm trying to like reset and I keep falling because <laughs> this couch cushion is like not firm. Oh, my knees, my old lady knees are like <laughs> fucking weak. I can't even bend them. Um, anyways, I'm back. Um, what was I saying? Oh, whenever Carol and I post something on our podcast Instagram, like we get a couple submissions, but then I post it on my Instagram and the same people that view our podcast Instagram view my Instagram and then write in. Yeah. Like, are you guys not comfortable like writing into our podcast Instagram? Like just write in there. Come on over. Yeah. Cause then it's like, we have to read from two places, which isn't horrible. It's just like. You guys, you're welcomed on our podcast Instagram. <laughs> like, just share there. Don't feel, don't feel like um, you're not seen or heard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, one of the first submissions that we got was my sister. Thank you, Maria, for your submission. We asked literally, "What's the scariest thing that ever happened to you?" And she replied, "Being psychic." And I have never known my sister to be psychic. Pokes. So I said, do you have a specific story? Like, what? can you share something? And she was like, probably like reading people mi- people's minds and stuff. So then I replied, um, I've never heard you like talk about reading someone's minds. And then she replied, I knew you were going to say that. So <laughs> I still don't have She's a story. Psychic. Yeah, I still don't have a story about my sister being psychic, but apparently she thinks she's psychic. Um, another one of my favorite submissions someone said, we said, again, what's the scariest thing that ever happened to you? They said, being born. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good laugh at that one. Also relatable. Um, I'll share one and then you can share some. Sounds good. Um, so someone said, when I was four, I tied a jump rope around the entrance to the slide on those home jungle gyms and I tried to go under the rope and slide down and I got stuck and actually almost died. I was mainly concerned with my swing getting taken down. And she put the emoji that was like the like the hands up emoji. And said, I did begin to see the light though. And then she replied, wait, never mind, my story isn't that scary. Sorry, LOL. I was like, thank you so much for sharing. I was thinking it was really going to be like all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to share one? Yeah. Okay. This one 
says, when in the military, we were, su- we were on field exercises, we were supposed to scale a mountain in the pitch black darkness. The person in front has night vision and the next person was supposed to follow. If you make a mistake, you can slip and fall off of the side. And they told us that soldiers had died there. And I was in the very back, got separated. I lost my footing and grabbed the person in front of me, got held up and then realized that the figure in front of me had sort of a glow to him while regaining my footing and my senses. I hear the name or I hear my name being called by my squad and I rejoin them and realize that whoever or whatever helped me up the side wasn't a person. I was scared, but more overwhelmed just with what had happened. That's crazy. That's weird. I know. But like, cool, but like. It's cool because you, you kind of think like, oh, was it like an angel or like a spirit looking after you and like yeah. helping you? Yeah. But then also creepy because you like, felt you something. Yeah. And I always think like an angel, like you don't feel them. Like they can't like touch you and you can't touch them. Mm-hmm. Like a guardian angel type thing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that like you felt someone. Like you grabbed somebody. Yeah. You grabbed yeah. someone. They like helped you up. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what is that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, okay, so one is a big rig's tire blew out on on the freeway next to my friend and I. Debris flew in the car. That one's not like spooky, but that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't drive behind big rigs or like trucks yeah, they scare me for to a reason. Pass. I, yeah. yeah, like I'll literally just... Um, go super slow like I'd rather be in traffic than like switch lanes and be behind a big rig or something yeah that would scare me too yeah um another one said ex's house was so haunted I woke up with three scratches down my back and had a priest bless it that's really scary scary. yeah to wake up with three scratches randomly that's like stuff you'd see in a movie yeah um another one and we, we put this on our Instagram story saying like we want ghost stories, we want like crazy ex stories, we want like all of it. Mm-hmm. And someone replied saying, "Don't even get me started on the ex girl." Dot dot dot. Now that's a story. <laughs> <laughs> so send in that story because I want to read it personally. Yeah, now I'm intrigued. I know I was gonna reply and be like, "Well, what is it?" But I didn't have time. Um, do you want to share another? Yeah. Okay. So this is from one of our friends, but it's about his girlfriend. So he said the first home that she lived in, she used to have a reoccurring dream that she had for like many, many years. And in the dream, she was laying on her parents' bed. She was all alone. The lights were off, but the light in the closet was on and the bed faced the closet so she could see underneath the door that there was a man standing there. And she could see his pants and his boots. He was standing there sideways. Um, Recently, she told her mom the story. And her mom told her that the closet gives her the creeps. And that she made her husband build shelves to cover the area. Because she always got bad vibes about the closet. That's scary. That's scary that it like... I wonder if there's like history of what has ever happened in that closet. Because she said it was a dream. dream. Yeah, but like, so I feel like dreams sometimes are like, yeah. they tell you the future, Yeah, you know, That's scary. or they mean something. Yeah. That's really scary. And I would imagine as a kid, having that would be terrifying because uh-huh. I've had Especially dreams. Especially like for a place you know and are familiar with. Yeah, it's your own home. Yeah. And I've had dreams before where like reoccurring dreams where the house I grew up in, um, these two, like, they're like weird, like doll, like ratty doll figures, but they're like my size. Uh-huh. We would have a house party. And this, like, this dream would, there's, like, two dreams I've had that reoccur a lot, and I would always wake up, like, either crying or, like, very stiff and, like, 
I don't know, it felt like an out-of-body experience. Uh-huh. And I would wake up, or the dream would be, we were having people over. I was in the living room. Everyone was like in the kitchen, which is like next room over. And mm-hmm. these two like weird doll figures would come in. And I knew that they were trying to like either kill us or do something. And me and my sisters were in it and we would try and hide behind the couch, mm-hmm. but the couch was just far enough from the wall where my head wouldn't fit and oh, I couldn't no. hide my head. No. And so they would like see me and I would like get stressed out in the dream. Like, yeah. um, Oh my God, they see me. And then it would somehow like flash that we were at my grandma's house, which was the last house I lived in. Uh Um, we were in her front room and like everyone was in there like with the dolls and they were like really creepy and we knew something was like wrong but it was like really scary like you know in in dreams so much is happening but you can't make sense of it yeah and the moment i had had that dream all the time oh my god yeah and then i'd have another dream where um we'd be like in the house i grew up in and a big like anaconda was like so something was like wrong the house was like kind of flooded but like my mom was so relaxed it was weird and I think like my my grandma was there too and I was with my sisters and we were like with something we knew something bad was gonna happen and we were like where's grandpa and uh, the my mom like they were just so relaxed where they were like oh whatever and we knew there was like an anaconda Mm -hmm. so we like ran out like me my sisters ran out of the house don't know where we were but we were like up above now looking down at him and this anaconda was starting to like wrap around him and we were like in the dream I was like crying I was like oh my god I like went back um I remember the dream was being very long too but something like was happening and everyone was just like so low key about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And actually when I first had that dream, I woke up like crying. I was very young, woke up crying, went into the kitchen and my mom was on the phone with my grandparents. Oh my God. Yeah. And she was like, what's wrong? And I was, I was like crying and told them and then told my mom and then she told them like over the phone. Oh my God. And I've probably had that dream like five times oh since. My God. Yeah. It'll happen. And I'll wake up like just paralyzed. Yeah. Like I can't believe it's happening. Yeah. Um it's yeah, it's when you're a kid having nightmares are like scary. Yeah. Um so yeah, enough of my scary. Do you have any scary nightmares that you remember? I don't really have nightmares. Like I'll definitely wake up sometimes from like a bad dream and be crying mm-hmm. but I've never really had like a reoccurring dream uh-huh. but I will say like probably about a month ago I was sleeping and I don't really have problems like sleeping like I don't really have insomnia or like sleep paralysis or like I, I mean like I don't sleep well but like I don't have stuff like that happen yeah. to me you know but like about a month ago I woke up from sleeping and I you know, like when you're like, you just wake up and you're awake, but like you don't open your eyes, but you know that you're yeah, you're like sleeping. slowly becoming awake. Yeah, like you're slowly becoming like aware and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like in that state, and I like couldn't move my like body. Like oh, I was like, like trying to like roll over. Yeah, yeah, I was like couldn't move my body. Like couldn't breathe. I remember like gasping for Jeez. breath. Yeah, that's scary. And then finally being like, what the heck just happened to me? Like. It felt so weird, like I was being restrained or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember having like a dream attached to it, just that happening. And I was yeah. like, "What the heck?" That because that's never happened to me. So yeah. it's just bizarre. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, at first, I was like, "Oh, like how weird! I must have been like, I don't know, sleeping on my arm, and like my arm fell asleep, or I don't know." But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, "What if there was like something like I don't know, ghosty or I don't uh-huh. know, weird?" 
Yeah. It's probably like you were just in a certain, like, what is, like, a level of sleeping, like a cycle or whatever they're called. Yeah. And you became, like, awake, but your body wasn't fully, like, there as quick as your mind. Yeah. But that's scary in the moment because you're like, oh, my God, I'm paralyzed from the neck down. Like, what the fuck am I going to (laughs) do? It's like, girl, just give yourself a few minutes to wake up. Just breathe. Your body just needs to wake up. Calm down. Okay, we got a few more. Um, This next one says, It was 3 a.m. and I was house-sitting for my grandma. She lives on the top of a hill pretty far from everywhere. Or sorry, everything. And I was on the phone with my new lover. Uh, We won't say her lover's name, but it's one of my friends. (laughs) She said LOL. Who got off work super late. We were catching up and I decided to go sit in the living room. I saw a silhouette of a man running up the driveway and I freaked out. The house was super tucked away and there's a huge steep driveway to get to the property. So I was super freaked out. Turns out it was my stalker ex leaving me flowers by my car. Oh my God. And she said no clue how he knew my grandma's address, by the way. Oh my god. Yeah. When I first read that, I thought of, um, you know, this, when she said I saw a man running up the driveway, I thought of the scene from Get Out. Do you I never know? saw that movie. I never saw the movie either, but the scene is like, a lot of people remake it as like TikToks, and it's just so funny. But he basically, it's like one guy, like, I, let's say I'm the main character, I'm staring at you, but you're running towards me. And it's just like a long scene of him running. And as soon as he gets super close, he goes off like to the next. <laughs> <laughs> to a different direction and it's just like huh i don't know why i think it's so funny but uh um so this next one she said okay buckle up and i haven't read it yet so let's let's oh, see our reactions yeah strap in <laughs> click uh, she said so i have several but the scariest thing was something that happened a little over a year ago she was like i was doing ho shit and i've never told anyone but this is she said but this shit is prime podcast material <laughs> So thank you for writing in. She said, okay, so basically I was a promoter at a really popular club and shady stuff always happened there. Okay, I wouldn't, this girl, I would never guess to be a promoter at a club. Um, She said, always happened there. They encouraged the girls to basically prostitute themselves to get people to come back. Basically one night I got this guy kicked out because he got caught drugging girls, right? So he would offer girls drinks and disappear with them and then pop back up. But apparently he and his friend were killing them. Oh my God. Like it's a closed case because he was actually a minor and had a fake ID and he got off on minimal charges because I guess he didn't know his associates were killing the girls. Anyways, he tried doing it to me, but I had driven myself, so I wasn't drinking. But I got home and found his mark that he put on my dress. Literally, I like I literally should have died. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So basically, she was working at a club where they, they would encourage the girls to prostitute themselves. Yeah. And one of the guys would always drug the girls, and they'd disappear, and then he'd come back. And in reality, him and his friends his friend were killing the girls but he got off with like not knowing that his friends were killing them yeah so he probably thought he was like drugging the girls and taking them He's to like just like charlie manson <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and then she said that there was a mark on her dress when she got home so i guess he would probably like mark the girls he was yeah. trying to drug or something oh my god oh that's scary well i'm i'm <sighs> glad that you weren't drinking and you're yeah. not at that club anymore yeah um dang girl i know that's really scary that's something that like you always think 
this would be like a movie a horror story like this would never or you would even think like this will never happen to me but like it could easily happen to someone yeah oh my god that's scary it's scary being a woman it really is i was yeah people i mean some people just don't get it which is kind of like sad because obviously not everything about being a woman is scary i love being a woman but there are just things you have to work or like look out for that men usually don't which i am jealous of um i think that's like the no that's like the all of the good ones i feel like um so yeah that's it thank you guys for writing in those are some serious spooky yeah i'm sweating now yeah (laughs) i know i'm like uh i gotta leave this house immediately (laughs) um but thanks for listening we'll be back next thursday with another episode if you guys have any scary stories or crazy ex stories, just send them in. Cause that maybe be we'll fun. do like, yeah, yeah an episode. Really interesting. Yeah. With like crazy, we all have crazy exes yeah. or have been a crazy ex. So uh, we, I have, a, I have a couple. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you probably have a <laughs> lot. Oh my God. No shame. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sure I have some too, but yeah, maybe write in. If you guys want to see that, we'll do a crazy ex story episode. Mm-hmm. But once again, I'm Marissa. I'm Carol. (laughs) Forgot her name. I was going to say I'm not, but. (laughs) (laughs) Clever. Love that. I'm Carol. Um, This is the Our Ears Only podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. We'll link it below. Thanks again for listening. Love you. Mean it. Love you. Mean it. Bye. (laughs) Bye.